What's happening, weirdos? Wow. Welcome wow. to welcome to the program. Uh, I'm real nuts in the first <laughs> 20. Real nuts. What else but is new? I'm going to be real. Nuts. <laughs> if we, the, the first 20, we talk a lot about this, the structure that the brain needs mm. to actually enjoy something instead of looking at this podcast. I invite everybody listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you. I joke around about this podcast not being as popular as Smartless or whatever. But yes, I'm so grateful that anyone is listening. Mm -hmm. I mean that so sincerely. It's a phenomenon. Thank you for being here. We also talk about how like introductions to books and that, those moments, those preambles before we get to the point mm -hmm. in this point-obsessed culture, we've, we're losing touch to these things that don't have a point. They're just like little foyers into the house. Mm -hmm. They're little mud rooms where you can just take your shoes off and settle into the fact that you're listening to this podcast. So the 20 minutes I think is very funny and it's also an invitation to just settle in. Settle in. Get a cup of tea, kick your shoes off. Mm -hmm. and, and that's part of the conversation. As always, I, I just loved talking with you and um, feel so much more centered and in my body and happy Yay. as a result of this convo. So thank you, everybody. That's my hope for you as well. A um, couple exciting things. My po my my podcast special, my Netflix special, <laughs> comes out on 1024. Ooh, 1024. Uh, I didn't even know the exact date. Yeah, it's called I Am Not For Everyone. Mm. So please watch it. Uh, it means so much. And, and the people that like the show, I, I think you'll really like it. And I'm also on tour doing a different hour. It's called the Not Feeling It Tour. We uh, Salt Lake City sold out, which is awesome. Bloomington, Indiana is on sale in Chicago. Illinois, I think, is on sale. <laughs> uh, and some other dates will be added all on PeteHolmes.com. Mm. And as we always say, the show is uh, brought to us by Pete's Picks, which means things I actually use and love. It's not phony balone. These are things that are making a difference in our life that I enjoy. And if you want to support the show, uh, get one or get one for a friend, maybe. Katie? Also, you guys know this by now. We only do ads for things that I actually use and actually love. This first one is no exception. It's bird dogs. I was just going for a swim. That's right. It's fall, but I'm still swimming because I'm a Wim Hof fella. And bird dogs are the best looking, best feeling shorts and swim trunks that I've ever owned. Bird dogs. I've never been a short guy. Even though I love swimming, I hate swim trunks. But bird dogs has literally changed all of that throughout the entire summer and now bleeding into the fall. I love liberating my legs and getting in the water as often as possible. And thanks to my dogs, I can do so while feeling totally comfortable and looking really good. Bird dogs make you look good. They even make khaki stretch shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs do the exact same thing like Lululemon does, but they fit way better. And let's be honest, they look better. And it's not Lululemon. And they're not stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs are fixing that issue by inventing a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And bird dog uses, bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash weird for a free Yeti style tumbler, which is actually quite excellent. I use it every day. That's birddogs.com slash weird and get a free Yeti styler style tumbler. <laughs> you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. 
We are also brought to us by our good friends at Magic Mind. You guys know I'm always talking about Magic Mind. It's legit. I'm so into it. It's absolutely changed my life. It's changed my approach to creativity, to work, to answering emails. Honestly, just anytime I want to simultaneously relax, which is the adaptogens in Magic Mind, but also give myself an energy boost and a focus and a creativity and a flow state boost, which is the nootropics. And it also has about 55 milligrams of caffeine in there from matcha. So it's got that, it's hard to explain. It's like both relaxing and stimulating, putting you in the perfect state to get things done. They call it Creatorade, like athletes have Gatorade. We now have Creatorade. It's a mix of 12 functional ingredients, like I said, matcha, nootropics that make you focus and adaptogens that help you fight off stress. You don't get wired, you get dialed in, getting 30% more stuff done on average. That's five to seven hours of 30% more productivity after drinking. Helps fight out procrastination, brain fog, fatigue, and some ADD symptoms, getting you into a flow state. And after three to seven days of continuous use, gets easier to get into that flow state so it gets better the more you use it. I'm always giving it to the guests. So many of them become subscribers. So I want them to drink it because it makes the episodes better. Just brings you life, vitality, creativity, flow, energy. It's incredible. And we have an awesome offer for weirdos from our friends at Magic Mind. All you have to do is go to magicmind.co slash weird and use discount code weird for a limited 20% off your first order. That's magicmind.co slash weird and use promo code weird for a limited 20% off your first order. Support your brain, support your creativity and your focus and your flow and support this show. All right, everybody, enjoy the return of Craig Ferguson. It's so fun. Check out Joy, a podcast available now. Hope to see you on the road. Get into it. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. I mean that very, very sincerely. Yeah. And? Get into it. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't stop. To bring everybody up to speed, I can't stop doing little farts with my mouth. I can't. It's been happening all morning. I, yeah. You're stuck. You're I'm stuck, stuck. in a fart loop. When we uh, burp in our house, we, have we talked about this? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this... I think we've mentioned this on the pod. But if it's like, and then you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and and that's, he, that's fair game. And nobody's, even Leela Nobody's mad it. at that. Yeah, no one's mad at that. That's funny. And I also do it alone. Although we do we do, do it uh, even, like, now we do it just, like, because that's what you do. Like, nobody acknowledges it when No, no, it's not special or weird. And I've done it in front of strangers. Yeah. Like we had a guy like uh, wet vacuing our our garbage disposal and I'll just walk by and be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, what? (laughs) What is life? He gets it. Come Uh, on. He gets it. I really wish those blinds were open. I'll open them. I can open it. Yeah, you open it. It's easier for me. You're like. Yeah, yeah. You open it. Okay. He's doing it. Thank you. I just. I w- it. it really matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our little fort, our cushion fort is going to fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. What a difference it makes. Oh. You know, it just occurred to me that you don't have the view when we do this podcast. I give it to you. <laughs> you give me the view.
that is just for me because what, you're, you're my face. Your mouth. <laughs> like, oh my god! I'm gonna try to describe it. I look like a frog it. or something. You're, Do nope. I look like a frog? Like I'm trying to have ownership over it because I look like a frog. <laughs> Like get ahead of it. I know. I know what I. I know. I what know I what I look like. I look I'm, really I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm looking like a frog. <laughs> That's funny, but also kind of cute. But your mouth is like it was. <laughs> it was smaller than I've ever seen it. Like you've like you made it like tiny. <laughs> you can't like even a recreate it. A purse, little mm. a purse, a purse, little butt. How often in a novel do they talk about pursed lips, and how often in reality does it happen? <laughs> Very good. I just watched, Chris sent me Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Some Michael people Kine. just want to watch the, the world, world burn. Some people just want to watch the, the world, world burn. Michael Kine. Teaching about acting. Yeah. It's very good. It's on YouTube.com. Is it? <laughs> Dot net. Yeah. And he's teaching a bunch of uh, people how to act. And it reminded me, it's nice. There's like good tips in it. And also he has like these British actors do scenes and then he'll be like all right do it again but remember the camera is your best mate yeah <laughs> don't do so much and then they do it again and it's like exactly the same and you're like oh wow so, it's so you get to you watch them Michael try Kine. it oh yeah i don't think i did mention michael kane yeah why did i mention this <laughs> oh <laughs> because he says first lips thank you oh because he says he points it out. He's like, in movies and, and TV, people are always going like, well, he says this brilliant thing. He mm-hmm. goes, if you're rehearsing a scene and the scene is just a conversation and the AD or, or the director comes up to you and goes, oh, sorry, you're rehearsing, then you're doing it wrong. You're yes. doing oh it wrong. Oh, my God. Wrong. I just heard this. What? Well, Kevin, finish. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Well, they, they should just come up and join the conversation. But why does acting look... So, so much, much like, like acting. Okay. And you're like, well, I need to talk to you. Like, it's who, like you're cheating out. You're like finding your light. It's all this bullshit. Who was Michael, saying this? My, it was a, on another podcast that I listened to. Oh, bleep that. <laughs> bleep it. Which means it was either beep or beep or, or beep, beep needs or, a friend or, or those delightful boys at beepless or, <laughs> oh, I just can't get enough of, I can't think of any other ones you listen to. Um, my well, beep wrote a porno. Yeah, Uh, but whoever it was had worked with with oh, it was Smartless I think because because it was Billy Crudup. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure it was Billy Crudup on Smartless talking about working with Meryl Streep. That's fair. They can just get Billy Crudup. Oh my god. Just listen to the story. It's okay, not, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not it's a It's not threat. a competition. It's not a competition. All right. All I'm just saying the... I'm not friends with Crudup. It's fine. All these people are listening. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And I want to thank you. <laughs> you don't get this from Jason Bateman. Actually, you do get uh, that in that uh, show. Uh, 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 so, Billy... <laughs> But and then Will Arnett's like, ah, <laughs> that's great. And then who's the other one? Sean Hayes. Don't tell me. Okay. I don't want to know. Okay. So Sean P. Diddy Hayes. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't think of what P. Diddy's last name is. Combs. Oh right. Um. So 
he was saying that he when he works with Meryl, Meryl Streep, they they kept doing that where it was like she would talk. She would be like talking, you know, God, I wish I could think of the example, but it would be something like she's like, I'm I'm late for the meeting. And they're like, you have a meeting after this? And she's like, no, that's my line. And then she would, you know, like, oh, my God, I love that. It literally kept happening to everyone or she started singing, I think, at one point or something. And they were like, that was beautiful. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm supposed to do that. (laughs) That is Michael Kine actually mentions Meryl Streep. And this is like years and years, like decades ago. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I, I recommend uh, watching watch a YouTube. This. Michael Michael Kine teaches acting, mm. teaches film acting. Okay. And it was really, really fun. But it also just reminded me of like when we were doing HBO's Crashers and stuff, most actors, myself included, you know, I'm guilty, guilty of this as well. But it's like you go in and you do it the way you do it. And someone's like, can you just uh, try and remember that you're feeling this way? And then they you take two and they just do it exactly the same. And you're like. <laughs> is it the same or is it like a very subtle difference? It could be subtle. It, what See, I'm a la- like a language guy. I'm all about like how you say it. There's other things going on, other choices being made. Mm-hmm. But like if people are I, like, it's the scene from Alfie and he's like, let me just tell you, this bird's crazy. She loves to run her nails down me back, okay? She's got two husbands before, both dead, and I have a guess on how they died. <laughs> right? Like they, yeah. she fucked them to death, I guess, is the implication. Is this a, like verbatim? I've That's never seen Alfie. very close. <laughs> okay. And apparently, did Michael Kine play Alfie? No. Well, maybe he was the before original. Before Jude Law. You're yeah. thinking Judy Law. I'm always thinking about Jude Law. <laughs> Jude Law looks like you could put him on toast and just... Like lightly butter him, like he'd spread with the lightest pressure from a butter knife. Yeah, and spread him, and, he'd and, he's be, like, and ah, it's like golden brown. Like, done doing movies. He doesn't mind. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Eat me <laughs> anyway. And then they go like, just uh, it's you're talking to your best mate. And he'll be like, all right, this guy's right. And I'm like, oh man, it's just hard when it's Michael Caine wants you to do it like Michael Caine would do it. Does Let me he, ask you this. Yes, lips. Yeah, Colin. What's going on with lips? We love lips. People yeah. are all, I feel like the cat's out of the bag with teeth being <laughs> bones, you can see. Like there was a time when that was like a hot observation. Going. Yeah. We're okay. on the train. Just stay on the train. It's a dining car. Do you want some warm carrots? <sighs> so <laughs> I'm just saying. If you ever did have a stroke, it would take me a while to notice <laughs> That is so funny. I would not know right away. If you had known, we could have saved him. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't you? Wasn't it a clue when he said, we're on the dining car? Do you want some warm carrots? Just listen to the first 20 minutes of any of our podcasts and you will understand. True facts. True facts. All right. Um, So teeth are bones that we can see. Like as a joke (laughs) meteorologist, there's been a long standing cold front of people going like, they're just bones. Like I... It's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. An observation like that comes in and there is a time when it's new and then everyone starts doing it. I swear, I've been watching yeah, it. Yeah. It shows up in movies now. It's in TV shows. Like, sure. I've, I've seen it everywhere. And mm-hmm. I remember Chris Thayer was the first I person I saw me too. that said, I'm just polishing my bones. So, so people, people will like me while, while I'm, I'm here. here. And I was like, oh, wow, what a great observation. Now you see it in like a fucking commercial. Someone's like, and they're just my bones. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck happened? 
You yeah. can watch jokes seep into the culture. Here's yeah. the next one, because I'm I read futures, oil futures. <laughs> I don't know what oil futures are, so I say that. <laughs> I read oil futures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, lips mm-hmm. are just the inside of your mouth kind of splashing out a little bit onto your face. <laughs> and like you it's predict- your cheeks. It's the inner inside of your cheek going and just kind of it makes a good go of it yeah it's trying to be like we're gonna be the whole fucking face (laughs) like some lunatic dictator in the cheek country is like and we're gonna i'm not gonna stop it's when the baby's being born i'm being made i'm not gonna (laughs) stop until this whole fucking thing is cheek everyone's like dylan shut the fuck up and sometimes people with big old lips that was a pretty good go That was they a pretty got, good go. They got pretty far. And sometimes you mean, sometimes you mean I'm a fucking no lips. Uh-huh. Where are your lips? Where are your that lips? was lazy cheek. It's not their fault. It was the cheek was lazy that that oh my time. God, if you're in the womb and you got lazy cheek, you ain't gonna get no lips. This is like you know insanity. what this feels like. Insanity. This feels insanity. like insanity. What was that show that used to happen at um, uh, sundown? God, Jesus, turn it down okay, so I'm much. To. I'm going to. I'm going to. The, at Sundown? Like, <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> at the San Francisco Fest, whatever, Laugh Fest? I don't know. There was like a, a show. Remember, there used to be a show where they would put any topic up and you had to just this. riff it's on set it. Set list. Set list. There yeah. you go. Old well, homes used to do set lists. Yeah, and that felt like that, where you're like, you know, you don't have to try to scrape up material about lips. It's not, <laughs> it's fine. I actually think that is a highlight for this episode for me. Well, That yes. lips are just the I'm, cheeks I'm, making a go at being the whole face. I'm glad you Inner cheek. <laughs> but you know who fights... Lazy cheek. You know who fights back is face. <laughs> it really is insanity. It's face like, goes... We ain't having that. We got our own thing going on. Yeah. You're too porous. You're too pink. You're wet. It is. I can beat it. We'll give. Then they have like the WGA. They have like negotiations. How much of the face will we give to inner cheek? And then the the result is lips. Why is it different skin? It's different. If we're being honest, it's different skin from face or mouth. It's its own Inner cheek, you mean. (laughs) <laughs> sure <laughs> mouth mouth is confusing because there's roof of mouth <laughs> roof of mouth is what what is this like oh, someone ribs froze? yes yeah, it's, it's ribbed it's ribbed for and her what? pleasure <laughs> and i can't get that ribbing on any part of you it is a waste of rib <laughs> why is it ribbed up there i guess it's ribbed for probably his pleasure oh bj's Mm-hmm. You think the mouth was like they're going to be sucking on it? <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> I definitely, like that's where I'm embarrassed because I, I did think it was that. Oh no, 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 like a no, frog. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's ribbed, so it's fun to tongue, and so retainers have something to into. <laughs> yeah, hey. bi- original biology predicted retainers. <laughs> I do. Probably a reason. I did you uh, like? Of course, we all wanted a retainer. Right? <laughs> you wanted a retainer? Yes. Oh, I forgot that you have like a permanent retainer. Don't but tell people that. I wanted- Edit that out. <laughs> Edit that. I do have a permatainer. I wanted a retainer so bad 
because you just it's like we've talked about this before all yeah, kids, you want to be like blossom yeah well and all kids like want glasses want braces want cast accessories yeah you just want something special not rubber bands on your braces though that's a bridge too far yeah when no, you feel like much. a fucking puppet and you don't want you don't want headgear oh my god <laughs> if you're gonna wear headgear just wear a bike helmet too <laughs> It just looks so dorky. I know. It's the it's the bike helmet of dental care. Yeah. But we I my friend had retainers cuz she had braces and then you used to like have to maybe you still do like wear a retainer for a while. But it was the kind that was like metal, you know, on the side. So all you could see was like the canine teeth. Yeah. would have metal and she would pull it out and I remember she would get different tops like the top that sticks to the ribbing of the roof of your mouth colored different color and she had like purple sparkles and she had rainbow tie-dye how rich is this girl because all I remember about Tainers is this you got to take it out for lunch and it's gross because you have to be like oh it's, it's so gross. gross then you put it Ugh. if you're a dork and an idiot <laughs> i'm being too mean <laughs> if you're a fucking piece of shit you wrap it in a napkin because yep, you're being she social. always did this and you put it on your tray and then, then you eat your lunch and then you throw, throw it, it all away. away every single time and we would go to taco bell and it was because she she taco was like bell. very taco bell <laughs> she was very picky a very picky eater yeah. And one of the really, like the four girl things. That got five custom because that's the expensive part is the mold. I think maybe this might be the difference between the nineties and the eighties because I oh, think I'm it was sorry. pretty ubiquitous by that point. Retainers <laughs> and like oh, and having colors. fancy molds. Yeah. yeah, let's okay. Thank you because <laughs> yes because excuse me. <laughs> Retainers, hold on. Retainers and braces. <laughs> are like crocs okay you know how croc <laughs> you don't have to talk that loud especially if you're saying something that's not interesting oh my god <laughs> no crocs how they're like ugly but that's what's cool about them yeah so, so too <laughs> so too retainers, retainers are. were for me then okay. but there wasn't ugly chic then it was just ugly and then yeah. we were like what if we make retainers the ugliest thing and so why were they how like were they funky ugly? fresh they're, they're ugly because it looks like a hardened jellyfish no but how were they made uglier well what i'm saying is uh <laughs> by making it purple sparkle like drawing that attention, makes it uglier no drawing attention oh. to the ugly thing the mm. 80s was like let's make it mouth colored and then, like, what I'm, uh, yes, I'm yes, leaving yes, an yes, element yes. out too. Something that became more prevalent with braces was putting like colored, uh, like colorful rainbow, like rubber bands. Oh yeah, totally. You'd, so you'd go, you'd yes. lean into the ugly so far that it became cool, and that's Crocs. See, I was definitely thinking it was like de- trying to decorate the ugly. Like, be like, at least make it, and oh, it did work. It did work for me because you want to be like. Everything is identity when you're a kid. So you're like, am I a, am I a purple sparkle retainer girl? Am I, oh my god! Kimmy am Gibbler. I rainbow rubber bands? Oh my god! It's no, it's it's comedy. It's it's beautiful. It's uh, like I'm stuck in this fuck situation. Stuck in the fuck, yeah. I'm stuck in a fuck situation, man. Uh-huh. And you're gonna you're gonna highlight. 
It's like there's a book and only one word says diarrhea and you highlight it and you go, that's me, baby. It's like instead of wearing <laughs> a toupee. You write in the margins. Like, <laughs> that's me, baby. <laughs> picture a businessman who wears a toupee. That's the 80s. Yes. Now picture the same businessman at a party, an outdoor party. Yeah. It's like a patio out of a hotel and he's wearing like a rainbow afro. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Crocs. Crocs are like, my feet hurt. And you're like, and it's fucking ugly. I'm wearing blocks of Swiss cheese, fucking <laughs> buttons on them. It did feel like there was a, a thing in the 90s, like Ugg boots, like being like, we can actually, it almost feels like it's the fashion industry being like, we can sell anything to you motherfuckers. Yeah, they can. We can make anything, something that you will see at first sight and think I will never yeah. wear these. Yeah. We'll put them on supermodels and you will wear them. That's why I don't understand why fashion is considered cool at all. Like you see someone who's fashionable mm-hmm. and they're wearing the Ugg boots or the Crocs or whatever it is. Yeah. Aren't you just it's looking thin- at a ding dong that like fell for it? But it has yeah. the illusion of like, but I'm doing it. But I think that but is But I don't think they how, are doing it. But I think that it, it, it it's... It's incredibly so I was I was reading a digital detox it's called digital detox. Oh uh, yeah, you're going to do I'm going to uh, do October. Uh, sober October but for Instagram and alcohol actually and a lot of things that I love. It's like me quitting pistachios you right barely drink. i barely drink yeah i know i don't want to say sober october because that sounds like i'm like my pitch october what did i say to you too i was like uh, uh, uh it was something like it doesn't matter Ach-no-ver. we were trying to think of another way of saying sober october that was like less i don't know yeah it sounds kind of bro to be like i'm doing sober october so, a lot so, of people no judge bro bro october 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 yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that do Sober October, I'm just like, that's great. And it's always like, you know, a certain type. Like yeah. Doing it for the challenge of it or whatever. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just doing Whole30 and quitting Instagram. Um, but where, what were we doing? Oh, Digital Detox. And he was saying, like, breaking down all of the different ways that we get addicted to social media. And one of the main ones is FOMO. It's like fear of missing out. And that so many, like, industries take advantage of that. That's why it's like limited time only. Everything is limited time only. Oh, my God. So for fashion, it's like fear of missing out. Like, everybody's doing this one thing. They're all buying these shoes, and I can't be the only one that doesn't. Yeah. And they figured out there's something in our biology that want we want to be the first ones to do something to do something. So oh, it's yeah, like first to market. So that's why like that's it's all that's why if you watch like a fashion show of yeah. the newest like the fall line or whatever, yeah, it's all stuff that you're like, oh god, really? All right, yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah. like because it's like the first time you're seeing it yes and then everybody's racing to that and it just somehow really works for our psyche because we want to be special yeah and we want to be rich white headphones yeah we want to we want to be in the elite club that mm. knows that we're wearing you know that you're like boots. connected like it's like kind of yeah. like you have a friend it's like oh he has friends yeah like you watched a fashion show you're in the know you were invited like isn't it interesting that those things are like 
VIP. It's yeah. VIP to watch people walk up and then walk back. And it's the fucking dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. But so too, Brandon's for me now. So <laughs> too, I think the new iPhone is an interesting conversation is because like people were pretty... I wouldn't say up in arms, but some people were up in arms that like the newest iPhone is like the same iPhone. Like it had to happen. All mm. they changed was like the the plug port is now a USB-C. That's uh, it. Really? And oh. I mean, obviously Apple would. I watch, dude, <laughs> dude, yeah. I watched an uh, Apple because I like watching that stuff, even if I won't buy it. Like yeah. I'm an iPhone when my phone starts fucking freaking out and dying. Like mm. if it starts turning black screen in the middle of a, the day, I'm just like, well, it's time to, for an iPhone. Yeah. Speaking of which, the, there's a law that just got passed that the next iPhone has to have a removable, replaceable battery. Really? Isn't that cool? Why, like what, the world, why is that a law? The United Nations of Commerce, whatever the fuck mm, that is. Okay. It's just like a chicer, hipper, they meet at FAO Schwartz. <laughs> the <laughs> delegate from Pepsi. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Budweiser? Bam, bam, bam. What's up? Sorry, Chili's has the floor. Um, this is fun. I, I, I love, love hanging out with you. I love also that you're like, it's just like a cooler, and then you just named, name the lamest like, things, f- including FAO dude we have no updated information we're talking about ugg boots i know and chili but we do have updated information i'm, I'm coming with the real real yeah yeah coming Here's with the the real, real. meaning the battery thing because that's planned obsolescence that why do i replace my iphone because the battery stops working oh right every uh, other component is working yeah but batteries have a shelf life right so like which they don't make have it to yes yeah it's like another the That's, ways we're all I'm being bamboozled. There's a billion ways we're all being bamboozled. Fashion is one of them. Yeah. But we want to be bamboozled. I, we've talked about this before. But I did watch an Apple, this is what I was saying, dude, about unveiling video. Mm-hmm. And these poor actors. Yeah. It's like, it's not the Steve, jo- I know he's dead, but it's not whoever the new one is. Steve Jobs photocopied on transparent paper and like smir- blurred a little bit. Yeah. and like Tim Cook. Yeah. It's not that. I call him a that. <laughs> it's not that. But I think that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, that's right on. He'd love that. Yeah. Knowing Tim, t- Tim's a friend. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, it's like this kid talking to the camera being like, I think it's iPhone 15. He's like, iPhone 15 is here and it's fucking crazy. And, he, and he's like, <laughs> the camera's following him and he's walking through like a safari and then he's like under Niagara Falls. <laughs> and he's just telling you about a phone. <laughs> so that dumb. has nothing new. <laughs> I wish I'd been on set. It's like you can still take photos. This <laughs> yes, way. you can still do. <laughs> one of the the number one thing was they were like, it's made out of titanium, and literally another actor is like, titanium? What? Like Nuh-uh. not not really, but they're like, <laughs> they do say to not exaggerate, they go like, titanium. Yeah, that's right, Jim. Titanium, the same stuff they make like space shuttles out of <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like who the fuck knows what it's made out of who cares? yeah but like, it had to happen it's yeah. like a greek myth it's like they can withhold maybe they're thinking like okay in three iphones we'll get rid of the eyebrow thing you know that like weird floating black dot on the screen no. you know what i'm talking about your no. eyebrow oh you have the older phone my eyebrow look that fucking thing oh yeah. The island. So they would go back to having this. 
Arguably, yours looks better, but I think it does. But uh, yeah, this is this is a snooze. I'm just saying, like, do you think they have the technology to make the whole screen a screen and not have like this fucking weird? It's just, I, I mean, there have been 15 of these. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, of course, this they're going to the run out of ideas. Like, and, <gasps> finally, yeah. Apple, this is what Apple's yeah. doing right now with the iPhone. <sighs> oh, like they like finally, still, and it had to happen. Yeah, I know. It, it, You know, I wish that I was better. I do get worked up about the planned obsolescence. But in general, like, I have friends who really get worked up about all the ways we're being advertised to and manipulated to like buy things with, you know, like the, my Instagram knows exactly what I want. And like, you know, all of that. And I like when I was talking to my therapist about wanting to quit Instagram, she was like, yeah, they capitalize on your, the basic your basic human needs needing yeah. to be seen needing to be heard needing to be validated by the group yeah belonging belonging and Which they they take that and yes. they make you addicted to it so that they can sell you things and i said i know and i just wish that that got me worked up here's how it will <laughs> it's funny i've been having the same thought processes and i've been on this podcast i've been like What's the big deal? I like being advertised to. They know what I like. I get excited. The problem, it's like a what is water situation is you don't realize, like people get sober because they, like Craig Ferguson just did the pod. And we talked again about how like nothing outside of you should be in charge of whether or not you feel good. Yeah, that does help We need to get like balance. And look, I know I love stuff. We're rolling Pete's Picks here and that's all... Legit, I'm I'm covered in pizza picks right now. <laughs> yes, yes. But we can like things and also go like, and it's okay to not have like I can't tie my yeah. fundamental identity to those things. Here's the other thing I was going to add to that. Yeah, I know we've made the slot machine comparison before, but I was just seeing somewhere that it's like uh, the randomization of rewards. Like I think they right. even do this. Right. Meaning you never know what you're going to get. That's what they, they mentions in the digital detox. Yeah. That's like, it's a, like a big part of it. Yes. And slot machines will do false wins. You pay a dollar and you won 50 cents. Really, you lost 50 cents, but they mask it as a win. Yeah. And you go in and I think they even delay. Uh, like, for example, you know, when you buy a movie on iTunes, you get mm-hmm. the receipt the next day. Mm-hmm. I mean, the transaction's done. They could email you the receipt. So they delay that. Oh, interesting. To like not have you regret it sort of thing. Oh, wow. And I would imagine, in fact, I feel like I've heard this. They they might delay certain feedback to like get you to check back and see what's happening. Like you, I don't know. I don't know mm. how they would do that. But what's crazy is huh. we know these things like slot machines are being program the randomization of rewards you never know you might go on and you might have a message from david Duchovny that's like hey i just think you're cool and you're like what or a comment yeah or a like or whatever yeah so you never know and i've been i I, i'm with you i'm gonna i want to try doing i am gonna do it with you yeah in uh october here are the the compelling things for me about it one i know i'm giving my creative energy away to instagram 
Yes. And I'm giving degrees of my self-worth to Instagram. Talk about the creativity because that was a new angle for me. Like it yeah. satiates yes. what would have otherwise been used yeah. to make something. That's right. Like you have an itch for even the, the itch of like, I want a dopamine hit. I also want to feel good about myself. And I want like va- like validation just validation. Okay. So you're getting that obviously so quickly from Instagram, but it's all external Yeah, and you can actually get those things internally and it's way more nurturing and it lasts way longer. Well, you, you end the search. Like when you center yourself and get in your body and get present and all that stuff, you realize everything you need is is right here. Yeah. And I can hear people being like, but I need lunch. But it's like, but the moment we were talking about is over and you were fine. (laughs) You're like, lunch can be on the docket. Okay. Yeah. But like you can drop in and and it's there. That's right. It's like keeping you in a search. And I think that you want to be, so this is what it created in me. And what, and another reason why I'm going to give it a break. And this says in, in the book, like one of the things it does is change your brain Of course, it's changing your brain. Something that I'm doing that often is going to be changing the structure of my brain. And it's changing your brain to be a lot of different things. But the ones that really resonate are restless and less able to regulate your own emotions. Really? Yes. Wait, restless. Restless. I think that's so right on. And the restless is connected to the creativity. So it's like, I'm restless. So I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to just scroll and get cheap hits. And 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 then until I'm not restless. Or I'm restless and I'm going to use that restlessness as fuel to create something. Buddy. I just saw there was a YouTube video, <laughs> funny social media, but like suggested to me that was like how anxiety leads to greatness sort of mm-hmm. thing and how discomfort leads to greatness. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, everything that you like was somebody that felt so uncomfortable with that thing not existing. Yeah, like totally. Deeply, like if somebody went back and got Shakespeare to chill the beans, uh huh. <laughs> you think yeah. you, there'd be Hamlet? Right. This dude was fucking haunted. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You think like I like I did a set this week and I had to. Like I start dreaming. Mm-hmm. Like I start having weird dreams where I, I can't do stand up or like I'm about to go on and I'm nervous. Like I just know it, it shows up. Mm-hmm. And what is that? That's it's unpleasant. It's anxiety. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you want and you if you only give yourself the healthy ways to alleviate that then there'll be some creation. And that's like kind of what we're meant to be doing. Yeah. Like the restlessness. That's the fight flight. It's it's supposed to get you away from the predator and towards the plentiful fields or help you kill the predator and have delicious ribs. Yeah. Or just like do any sort of job, like build the, you know, huts and create the nets and Dude. do, you know, we should, yes. be, we should be having these like slow sort of jobs that you invest in. It's exactly what we've been wanting for Leela. So Leela came, she's going to this new little school. And I, and one of the main reasons we picked this school was because there is sort of this idea that you stay with something yeah. 
even though it's hard. And I, we really want to develop that. And Leela, and even so the example is she sewed, she came home with like a little sewed felt heart. It was like two pieces of heart shaped felt that she had sewed together. And I was like, wow, this looks like it, it took a lot of work. And she was like, it took a long time. And I was like, and you stayed with it. Yeah. And she's like, well, I had to go until the timer went off. So that's like how the teacher is helping her stay. I love that. Which is the Pomodoro method too. Like that's proven if you give yourself, do you know the Pomodoro method? No, it's like tomatoes and angel hair balls. <laughs> Hilarious. Pomodoro means tomato. So this guy had a tomato. Uh, I say that like I knew. That was so fun for me, by the way. So you go, Pomodoro means tomato. Like I go to Italy all the time. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It means tomato. You loved that. I just learned it. Yeah, no, it was delicious. I hated it. <laughs> um, but he had a timer, like an egg timer, a tomato timer, really. It looked like a tomato, and that's why it's called the Pomodoro Method. Yeah. I don't remember what the equation is, but it's something like you work for oh, 30 yes. minutes and you take a 10-minute break. Yes, I've heard this. Yeah, but, yeah, Like, you know you have to stick with yeah. it. Yeah, I don't absolutely. love it, but I don't always do it, but I can do it if I'm really trying to force myself to do something. Yeah, no, I think there is... I do. I do like it. I think I'm well, I'm trying to do that sort of in place of morning pages. It's like a different version of it in the morning. It's what I learned from Mirabai Starr, who I think learned it from Natalie Goldberg. And it's like you have a prompt and you just write on that prompt for 20 minutes without stopping. Mm. And it's sort of like you keep writing so that you're kind of outrunning the self-critic, but also you're just staying with it even when you're like, I think I'm done. Mm. And then if you stay with it, there's always something new that yeah, comes out life. about it. Yeah. Second life. Yeah. yeah. David Vanderveen taught me that when we were surfing. He was like, second life is like, you think you want to stop and then you push through. Mm. And I've, that's one of the things I love about breath work is I do Wim Hof. I've been trying to do it every day because it's, it, it's like one of those things. One of those things I know is good for me. It's like flossing. Yeah. But sometimes I just don't have the energy. But I've been doing it. I want to do it every day. Uh, I was. I just told myself for 30 days. That just means just do it fucking every day. Yeah. And there's always a moment when you're doing the breath hold where you're like, I want to give up. And you and you, if you can just go, I know, just don't. Yeah. And you go, but there, and there's this part of the breath hold where you're like, like that. Yeah. And then on the other side of that, yeah. There's like a, oh. I sort of overrode the system a little bit, told myself, we will be breathing. We're not going to die. It's like, okay, I can't always do it. But you have to like learn to push to the second chapter of your effort. this is what runners know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) This is their like secret thing. Because I was asking my friend who runs, Till, our friend, I was like, so when you're running, like, don't you think like... Like, oh my God, I hate this. I want to stop. I want to stop now. Let me go. I want to stop like that because that's all I'm thinking when I run. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but then I just focus on my breath. He doesn't even listen to anything. Wow. And he's like, I just, but then I just return back to my breath. And I was like, oh, that's mindfulness. Wow. That's also, so I had dinner with Ethan Supley, who I love very dearly. And he started doing cold exposure and we had a long conversation. I was like, you brought up one of my favorite topics. But I told I was talking about that very thing because mm-hmm. he he was like, how do you do it longer? He wants to do it longer. And I was like, you just have to go just one breath, just mm-hmm. one breath. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about the timer or thinking about staying in ice water for three minutes, you won't do it. Yeah. And I, it's funny too how simple our brains are. So I I do uh, let's say twenty box breaths, and mm-hmm. that's five minutes. Mm-hmm. When I get to two, I go. 
You're already at two. It's like total nonsense. No, I love Look that. Look at you. You're our every time. Wow. Or I can't do it. You go, you're already at two. Same with Wim Hof. Because I do yeah. 40 breaths and that's yeah. so many breaths and you just want to quit. And you go, you're already at one. You, yeah. It's like, it yeah. might as well be that. Wow. Like you have to like encourage yourself to that extent. <sighs> Can I say one more thing about digital detox and then we'll do a little break. And then I want you to read the John Wick poem that you sent me, which is so fun. Oh, yeah. We can talk about all these things and more. Um, but I was playing, I had, we both had like a perfect day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, as everybody that listens to the show knows, I finished my script. I felt so accomplished about that. And I was like, okay, these things are coming to fruition. The Batman videos are releasing. And it means so much that people are finding it and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my special is coming out October 24th. My script is done. You know, the first draft is done. The strike is over. I can start mm-hmm. working on that TV show. I was working on all these things. It's like just this incredible, abundant time. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take Thursday to just kind of fuck off and relax because yeah. I felt all of this energy. And it's like time to let the wave sizzle and retreat. So I was going to play, and I did. I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is a great game. And what I noticed going back to you talking about, and I'm not even saying this is bad. I've just gotten a little bit wise mm. to dopaminic, dopaminic, dopamine. Mm-hmm. Like the way that your brain learns that dopamine is coming. Because mm-hmm. what is a video game? A video game is a dopamine delivery Mm -hmm. system Mm -hmm. in the same way that nicotine is in the same way that, you know, exercises in the same way that pornography is or a movie. Like it's so interesting to just separate the activity and go, you're seeking dopamine. It's dopamine seeking behavior. Yeah. And I was thinking when you were talking, I was thinking about like, if we were geese, it would be so obvious. Like in Assassin's Creed, one of the things that's fun about it is the guy can run up any building. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Like if he's running towards a building, you're like, oh, there's a building. But he grabs like the tiniest windowsill and hauls up the building. It's just like the ultimate help. I'm stuck in the third dimension. I'm stuck in a material world and yeah. there's obstructions. And it's like, what if there wasn't? Yeah. And it would be the same if a goose was playing a game where it's just fucking a goose flying <laughs> effortlessly, never tiring, and finding food everywhere and honking. They love honking. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a fantasy. Yeah. And that fantasy triggers this dopamine, I'm, I'm guessing. But here's what I really want to say. I, I'm not crazy about porn. I think it does weird things to your brain. But when I, was, when I play a video game, it goes, go look at porn. It's the craziest mm. thing. Mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's no, like I'm in a two-dimensional, like going around and it's, so, and by the way, I'm not wagging my finger. I'm going to play Assassin's Creed later today. But I'm, I'm probably going to look at porn. <laughs> and I'm probably going to do it while I'm looking at porn. But like, you're running around. Nothing can stop you. Yeah. You're fast. You can't be tired. And if, if we're being real, you see like evil soldiers, like British uh, soldiers and you murder them with oh, wow. no consequence and like stealthily you mm. just grab them and stab them and drop them in a bush and then keep walking wow it's like how we're always walking away from exploding cars in slow motion like uh-huh. that's a mammal fantasy imagine being able to take care of foes and it doesn't even frighten you you don't yeah. even have any response you're just like that secure in your safety yeah right and you always win and you are and you're always upgrading so while you're doing it you're like this is spiking my dopamine. I want uh, nicotine. I want what back in the day yeah. I would be like, I want alcohol. 
I want weed. Yeah. I want junk food. I want Mountain Dew Code Red. Then I want to like, I'll take a break and jerk it to porn. It's because your brain is going nuts. Yes. But just like any addict, we all know this. Any addiction is like, it starts to flatline. And I saw Dr. Huberman talking about this. It's like going on Instagram is a dopamine seeking behavior. And what's yes. crazy is, and you told me this about porn once, which was actually really cool. Um, meaning I told you I hadn't looked at porn in a really long time mm -hmm. and then I did something pretty mild my mm -hmm. ego wants me to say that because I'm still mm -hmm. kind of like a shame shameful Christian boy yeah. but it was something mild it wasn't it was fine and it was awesome I was like this is incredible uh -huh. it had been months uh -huh. and I went back to it and I was like this is fucking the best yeah. and, I, and I told you about it because we're that kind of couple and we're, <laughs> it wasn't a confession right. I was just interested in why it was so good Yeah. and then I think maybe a couple of days later, I was like, well, I'm going to look at that again. Yeah. And it wasn't. Right. Of course. In the same way that looking at your phone sometimes is this jackpot. Yeah. And sometimes it's you just going like, I'm not even enjoying this. Right. And then you think, well, just keep going. Surely it will work. And it doesn't. No. And all of these things and then it makes you... fail you. And then you're like, but I'll just keep going. Yes. And like any addiction, it makes you need it for just baseline normal. Yes. So I really know that feeling. Let's do mid rolls and then I'll talk about the dopamine chase of all day. I all day dopamine wait. chase. Katie, roll that beautiful bean footage. This episode is brought to us by our friends at The Perfect Gene. I just taped my Netflix special. Of course, I'm rocking perfect jeans. I was just on the road. Of course, I was wearing my perfect jeans. I, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm always wearing perfect jeans. Sometimes fans ask, and I'm like, of course, of course. I hate hard pants. I don't understand why we can't just give in, move into the 21st century, and start wearing comfortable soft pants that look good. The problem was they didn't really exist until the perfect jean. They are the best looking, best fitting, best feeling, super soft, super flexible fabric, and they look so good, no one needs to know. So you don't have to wear yoga pants like your Sting or Phil Collins. You can't pull it off. Wear the best looking jeans you've ever worn with a secret, stretchy secret. <laughs> These are the best pants I've ever owned. As soon as I tried them, I did a complete overhaul all of my jeans, even some of my khakis. I just got their khakis, which I fucking love. I haven't take them, taken my perfect jeans off since they've arrived. I could even sleep in them. They're comfortable as PJs, and they look like designer jeans. 2% spandex, 2.5% rayon, but no one needs to know. Just gives you extra movement that your man parts require. These jeans stretch, so you're not saying crushed, thereby providing the only true home for your bone, and you can spare your nuts. Spare your nuts. Give yourself a little bit of movement. I can do a full squat in these babies. And they look fantastic, like movie premiere, fantastic. And they feel like after a movie premiere, falling asleep in front of a roaring fire. The Perfect Gene for the Perfectly Imperfect Man, 20% off. 20% off when you use code WEIRDO at checkout. Liberate your lower limbs with the one and only Perfect Gene. Go to theperfectgene.nyc. That's theperfectgean.nyc. And use code WEIRDO for 20% off at checkout. Secondly, we're brought to us by our friends at Blue Land. Did you know that an estimated 5 billion, 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water. Water, which we all have access to. It's heavy to ship. 
leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. This is a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. But Blueland, a wonderful company, is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastics by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and for the planet. That's win-win. Their idea is simple. They offer endlessly refillable cleaning products with beautiful, cohesive design that looks great on your counter. That's actually Val and I's favorite part. So they look sleek, they look clean, and now there's like a uniform look to all of our uh, formerly disparate bottles of nonsense. You fill these with water, your own water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. You never, ever have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings from cleaning sprays to hand soap, toilet bowl cleaner, laundry tablets. All Blue Land products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about and you can know you're doing something good for the planet and not contributing to the 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles. Jeez Louise, do something good for you, for the planet, and show your support of the show. Blue Land has a special offer for weirdos. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash Y-M-I-W. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash Y-M-I-W for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash Y-M-I-W for 15% off. And we're back. And we're back. Um, Yeah, so that's the other thing I've noticed is if I'm looking at Instagram first thing in the morning, it sets the pace for cheap dopamine. Yeah, cheap dopamine. That's it. Which doesn't last. So this is like the most obvious example of this is... Like cocaine. If you have cocaine, you spend the rest of your night looking for more cocaine. My cocaine? <laughs> my my cocaine. <laughs> my cocaine. My cocaine and my cocaine. <laughs> um, but that's, it's like that becomes your whole night. That is yes. trying to get more and more and more. And so, so too, Graham. Instagram is for me now where I, I get a cheap, you. cheap dopamine you. and then... The rest of the day, I want food. I want to masturbate. Yeah, I want to yeah. like, uh, I need any sort of hit. Like, yeah. and there's, and it, it's all day. My want monster is like more fun. And then That's I'm like, exactly I have to do the dishes. Right. And it's like, no, I don't want to do anything boring. I only want to have fun. And it's yeah. like a brat. It's like I made a brat in my body. You primed a brat. I primed a brat. I, I woke them up first thing and was like, hey, do you want to be a brat all day? It's like <laughs> eating an Oreo for breakfast. You're going to want. Yeah. Like Again, so having dinner with Ethan, I noticed he wasn't eating the carbohydrates. And I know mm-hmm. Ethan will. He's told me he'll sometimes rock bread and stuff. Yeah. For those that don't know Ethan, he's an incredible inspiration he lost like 7,000 pounds and now he looks like a lumberjack that yeah. killed Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yes. It's insane. Yeah. And we're at this meal and I watched a guy not eat bread, not because, look, I'm adding all of this. We didn't talk about it. But yeah. I was like, I bet knowing him and having talked about him, talked with him about this sort of stuff a lot, he just knows if he eats that bread, he's going to want dessert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's 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 that same thing that goes. Look at you. It's art. You're already at two. You have to talk to yourself like a fucking ding dong. Yeah. And go like, yes, you can eat that bread. It's just like, do you want that resistance later? Yeah. Do you want that? It's the it's Lara bites thing. Lara bites thing of uh like play the tape out. 
or I, I know that she yeah, got play that the tape from. out. Yeah, it's like just go play out the entire scene. Well, what because you're just thinking about the taste of the bread, but then I don't like even go think we're the being whole that conscious. Yeah, that's true. It's impulse control, which is the other way that Instagram or social media and you're just not savoring changes anything. your brain. You're, yeah, nothing yeah. is savored. I know right. this isn't new territory, but it it bears repeating. Yeah, this is the other thing I noticed because there was like. I finally was like, I'm just going to get a novel to read and I'm going to, anytime I want to look at my phone, I'll pick up this book instead. And like the first time I did it and I started reading, I was like, fuck this. Can you just get to it? Can you get to it? I cannot stand my breath away. how slow yep. this is going. And then I realized it's because of my, I like got the hamster I, running at full speed yeah. in my brain. And he's got a cigarette in his butt. And we just need all of life to shh, shh, just slow down. Okay, yes. This is the speed at which you see everything. Yes. I've been like going at such a pace that life is like blurred lines on the side and my periphery yeah. and I'm not experiencing it because as soon feeling... as I wake up, I'm just like, mew, 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 mew. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've been going a little too hard on youtube.com. That's sort of my, and they talk about that in the digital de- detox. Like that's just as well insidious. Can you as... get out of here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I know. But here's I'm the lonely, <laughs> If you can think of your brain as a washing machine filled with confetti. Sure. That's how sometimes by the end of the day, my my brain feels like there's just bags and bags of colorful confetti in a washing machine. And then it's been run. So now it's soapy and it's mixed up. And I'm talking to somebody and I can't even identify, oh, that made me think of this that I learned because I just have too much. Right. So to your point, like I was reading something last night like a 15 page, basically like a pamphlet, like a very, very short little book. Yeah. And I was like, you know, when someone's doing an intro and they're like, the, the genesis of this book came to me when I was having coffee in Seattle with my good friend. And you're yeah. like, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> yes, know what I mean? Yes. I can be that. And I literally was like, I'm going to go on ChatGPT and say, please summarize this book. It's a 15-page wow, book. Wow, wow. Instead of just slow, like taking it as I like... I couldn't because of the hamster. I, I was, have to slow down, yeah. I was hamstring hard. Yeah, you're like, just give me the goods. Give me the information. And I think, and I've done... We've. I didn't do it though. I stuck with it. That's proud. good. That's what I was going to say is like, then it becomes a mindfulness practice of being like, okay, yeah. okay, can we just, every time you're frustrated, just focus back on the thing that you're doing it's leela with the heart the sewing the heart and the timer the timer hasn't gone off just try and recalibrate to this and it did work and my brain slowed down and it felt amazing just like how meditating feels amazing every time you remember that's right that like every time you do it and you're like wait this is actually a vacation and i was thinking this was gonna be work and the introduction to the book which isn't the point is settling. I bet you could do a CAT scan and be like, this is when your brain is settling in and prepping. It's like when you charge uh, an electric car. It's like if you set the GPS to the charging station, it starts priming the battery to charge faster. So the intro isn't the point, but it turns out that's what I'm saying the confetti is. It's all just points. Yes. And we're not designed to hold on to all those fucking points. And what it 
does is it makes me feel kind of lonely and scared. Mm. Like I have too much info. So yeah. anyway, the, I, I was listening to Tim Ferriss's beep, I believe, podcast. <laughs> but he was talking about um, Thich Nhat Hanh, mm-hmm. and he and the guests were talking about Thich Nhat Hanh. And Thich Nhat Hanh, who basically kind of jump-started mindfulness in America at least, was like, when you wash the dishes, just wash, wash the, the dishes. dishes. That's his thing. When you drink a cup of tea, just drink a cup of tea. But then I like this because it it's like, why? And he goes, if you're washing the dishes thinking about that, I love his folksy down-to-earth examples of what pleasure are. Mm-hmm. We're like porn and Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if you're thinking about a juicy peach you're going to eat after the dishes, mm-hmm. chances are when you're eating the peach, you won't be thinking about the peach. Wow. And that was me with the bread. Wow. Like I'm eating bread and I'm I'm always the next mm. thing. And then he goes, and next thing you know, you missed your entire life. And right. could the stakes be higher? Right. right. And that goes back to what you were saying about advertising and so buying good. something and waiting for it to show up and all that. That can be fun. But it's like... If all you're doing is waiting, you'll have missed your entire life. It literally is like a life or death thing. And Eckhart Tolle says that too. Don't do it as a means to an end. Do it as a thing in itself. I just, that's so good. That's so helpful. And I'm just realizing, I I basically said that to Leela. So another reason I'm going to get off Instagram is because I I don't I'm not tempted by my texts or my emails like ask any of our close friends I'm the worst at correspondence mm. that doesn't do it for me like a lot of the digital detox book is about like if you hear your phone go like a notification and you can't help but look at it I'm like no I I hear a notification and I'm like get as far away from my phone as possible yes. I don't like the things that have require anything of me yeah, I just want to receive so Instagram is the only reason I'm looking at my phone usually. And uh, Leela has started, by example, wanting a phone. She's like, I can't wait to get a phone. I want to learn how to use it. She's like, I'm going to take my phone to school so I can take a picture of anything I want. Like, And it's happening because she's seeing us on our phones all the time. Or I'll just say me. And, and she's like, and of course she wants whatever we're like the shiny thing that we're looking at all the time. Yeah. I was just thinking about a haunting New Yorker cartoon would be a, a a person with a phone in front of their face and it would say your child's view of you. Oh my God. I know. know. Uh, That would be more like a billboard, like in LA to try and get you to put your phone down. Hilarious. You know what I mean? Like they have those like PSA billboards. We had that funny riff. I know, but I don't... I don't think we can. <laughs> I don't think we can. Anyway. It's just like... <laughs> oh, my God. No. no. Okay. Um, but so she's been like more interested in the phone. And she like took... She did a great little trick where she like came behind me and she was like petting my hair. And I was like, ooh, that feels nice. Thank you, baby. And she like pulled my phone out of my pocket while she was petting. And I was like, Leela. And then she like ran away with it and went under the bed. Mm. And I came in and I was like, I'm going to take it. Like, do you want to give it to me or or do do I need to take it? With a bullhorn. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want to play this? Yeah. And she like threw it at me and she's like, it's not fair. I want a phone. I want, you know, whatever. And I said, this is, I guess this is like a self-serving story, but just, it was a moment for me where I was like, wait, 
Wait. <laughs> I, <laughs> she's a great big fat person. <laughs> it was like, I need, I need to totally change here. Because I'm having higher standards for my five-year-old than I'm having for myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Leela, this thing is not good. It's not good for our brains and it's not real life. So if I'm looking at this all the time or you're looking at it all the time, we're missing everything real. And so I was like, please help me. If you see, I'm not just saying you can't have the phone. You can also tell me I can't have the phone. Yeah. And please tell me when you see me on it, like mama, you're on your phone and uh, and it'll help yeah. me remember. Get her in the mix. Exactly, which like she that. loved. She loves if she can boss me. And I also mean it. Like I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> we're, no, as we're talking, I'm all... like, and the want monster thing is another way to um, that I'm having a higher standard for her than than I have for myself. Because what we're talking about, where you like get the cheap dopamine and then you want more and more and more all all day. The number one thing I get frustrated with Leela about is if we have a day where we like a special day where Spike we go to the beach a million times. and then we go to get ice cream and then she gets a toy and then we do like all these things. And then she, at the end of the night, always yeah, she's playing Assassin's Creed and wants to look at. Well, yeah. And she'll it. want something and we'll go like, that's enough. Like yeah. we just cut it off. And she's like, ah, and then I'm like, but we gave you all these other things. That's so we frustrating yeah, to we me primed her because I'm talking to me. Us. Yeah. And I'm having higher standards for her where I'm like, you should understand that. And I'm yeah, like, I good, don't Val. even understand You're that. You're a great mama in person. Aww, that's nice. You know what I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm finding hope in, in all of this is it's so interesting when we talk about priming, right? Like, so looking at your phone first thing in the morning, everybody knows is, or maybe not everybody, but most people that listen to this podcast, we're aware <laughs> yeah. that that's a bad thing to do. It's just setting up a, it's honestly setting up a what I need is out there. Yeah. And I better right. get it instead of trying to get a little from yourself or from your surroundings or just just the beautiful this is enough. Just mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. The old mantra. That just this. Just yeah. this. Just this. So yeah. so powerful. But what I love about it, life and the design of this is that every night we go to bed and every morning we wake up and it really is like a like the first day of your life. I'm not just saying that in like yeah. a folksy way. Yeah. I mean, like you wake up and your brain kind of has fresh snow on it. Mm-hmm. And that's the first, you can take that first step to just be like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And that's what I, I know I've said this a million, but that's what I love about going on a hike or all these other things that do release dopamine. But you said something earlier where it was like the book, right? Mm. That's like an IV of dopamine. It's these tiny drips mm, that give yes. you, keep you steady. Yes. And you're allowed to feel other things other than just like spikes of pleasure. Yeah. And everything else is that, that the confetti washing machine is like, because every Instagram post is just a little bump of yeah. cocaine and some of it's baby powder and mm. it doesn't work and you keep chasing, 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 chasing. And it's almost worse when it does work. You're like, I saw that. That's the loneliness. I'm like, did I see... A woman fall through ice this morning? Like that is a uniquely 21st century thing where you're like, I can't remember if I saw a falcon (laughs) land on a (laughs) toupee and rip it off and put it on a statue. Right. Yeah. And you might have. Mm Mm-hmm. And that it's really helping me appreciate even like the 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 bit dump at the beginning of our podcast. It's like, welcome, welcome, welcome. This isn't the point. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. 
like the the need to have things that you settle into. That's right. And push through even. That's right. I'm with you. Like the beginning, the lips and the coup de lips and all that stuff. <laughs> you you it's your time to go like this isn't necessarily the most important part. We're just settling in. Yeah. And our brain kind of needs that. Yeah. In the way that like cooking dinner or chopping wood for a fire or all these things. Yeah. We know the meaning is like First of all, it's very often free. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'm proud now that it's not as hot where we live, although it hasn't been that hot, I'm just like, it's nice and it's perfect weather, is like, whatever I have to do, I'll just do it outside. Yeah. Like, and that's been so wonderful. Yeah. Even if it's, this doesn't have to be at your house. You go to a park bench or just go on a walk and or right. whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, it's right there. It's right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's so... there's just so much that we're missing because we could be looking at anything. And if we really see it, it's just exactly. It's everything. It's everything. It holds everything. It has the key to everything. Yeah. I guess the reason to put a bow on it is we should be upset about Instagram ads being perfectly designed for us and, and even lulling us. Like when do the ads show up in your feed? It's like when you're in that rhythm and it knows you're in the rhythm and and hits you with the ad and you buy it. Or if you're like me, you click on it. I clicked on a shoe with like a wide footbed and I was like, and I went to the website, then I didn't buy it. And now it shows me that all the oh, time. Oh, of course. It's like, yes. you sure about that? Yeah, absolutely. The reason we shouldn't want that is because the opposite of that mm-hmm. is being fulfilled. Right. Like, <laughs> That's it's right. like Thich Nhat Hanh saying, if you don't do the dishes when you're doing the dishes, your whole life will pass you by. But we need those stakes. If you go like, if you're always just going like, Next thing, next thing, next thing. Yeah. Fulfillment, peace, freedom, liberation. These are words that we're trying to sex up. Yeah. Contentment, basic level peace. That's actually it. That is, that does help me. It's like, I'm, I've been thinking like, I'm giving it my creative energy. I'm giving it my self-worth. I really am like giving it my life in yeah. a lot of ways. Yes. Because I'm missing... I'm and I'm missing not only am I missing whatever I'm missing when I'm looking at it, but I'm setting the tone for my brain to always be anywhere else but in the moment. Yeah. So I'm missing things even after I'm looking at it. And everything worthwhile is in the moment. Right. Yeah. I know. So we'll see. I know I'm a little I'm like nervous to do it because I think I think I suspect, well, I know that a lot of my like fear of being alone is remedied by Instagram. Sure. Which is some I of think my of like. I Jack Cornfield when I asked him about porn and he goes, people are lonely. Oh, and it was so, so beautiful. Yeah. The same can be said about video games, social media. Yeah. People are lonely. Life yeah. is hard. None of this is solved by going like, fuck. What the course would say is just see what you're doing and mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's not working. Yeah. And, right. And again, of course, in Miracles would say the whole ego system, which is this world is the ego thought system sort of writ large is what mm-hmm. it would say, mm-hmm. is saying the way to safety is specialness mm-hmm. and attack. Mm-hmm. And you could say that like you're attacking your boredom with like flooding it and and, ki- and like stealing these like titillating moments and like you got to get it, get it, kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the way out is to go... That's okay. Yeah. Not shame on me. You go, that's okay. 
but is that working? Right, yeah. Is there a better way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. My, Jennifer, my therapist, will say like, you know, there's no point in saying should or shouldn't, like shoulding yourself. <laughs> you, She's like, you could just be like, what if I meditated right now? Would that offer me something (laughs) that I could use? You know, like it's not, it's not like I should be, I should quit Instagram. It's like, what if, and in fact, even though I, I'm suspect that my therapist has very strong feelings about this. She was very, a very good therapist about it where I was just like, I'm thinking of trying to like go without Instagram for a month. She was like, that would be an interesting experiment. And I think that's a good voice. Yeah. I think that's the voice that I want to keep because I also suspect tied to the like fear of being alone thing. I really got addicted to Instagram during the lockdown and have stayed since then. Yeah. It got me back into that too. And so there's a part of me that suspects that there's like a little bit of a um, reserve of trauma feelings about the pandemic. And I've been like plugging it up with Instagram and there, it's kind of still sometimes spurts out the sides. Mm. But I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if once I remove that plug, a lot of the like feelings of isolation and fear and unknown and all of that stuff that's still living in my body might might come out so it's not gonna be a a vacation (laughs) yeah but it's it's time well just like i was saying like every morning it's just a it's just another you're breaking a cycle and you can be gentle about it yeah that's. and if anybody wants to join us that's what we'll be doing for october for october starting on sunday Starting on the Sunday. And I'll be posting like hell the whole, like before that. Yeah. So the days leading up to it. today if you want to see lots of grams. <laughs> just kidding. It is sort of darling how we're all trying our best to just kind of like whistle in the, not, not to say whistle in the dark, but we're doing our best to be like, look at this, 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 look at me, look at you, I look at you. I look. Yeah, I know. But it is okay. It's okay. Yeah, we don't have to be afraid. Yeah. All right, darlings. Oh, the John Wick poem? Oh, you want me to? I have to pee so bad. Oh, let's uh, do it next time. Are you sure? Yep. I, can, I mean, You're out we here. can do it. No, we're okay. out of here. Okay. All right. We'll read a John Wick poem next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that? That's, that's John, Wick. John Wick. Um, all right. In Taren, the meantime. Taryn, kill him. Tell me how to do that. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy.